Hello, and welcome to Midnight Fun, a Twilight podcast. I'm Katie, and I'm here this week because it's the last chapter. We've got a whole epilogue to go, so it's not your last episode, but it's the last official chapter. We've made it so far, a whole 29, a whole 700 pages into it, and I'm so excited. Hi, I'm Liv, and I'm here because... There you go. Uh, I'm actually here because, yeah, like Katie said, it's our last chapter. Obviously, got the epilogue though. But wow, I mean, guys, we've come so far. And we're here, full circle, cracking Bella open like a can of Coke. Yeah, cracking Bella open like a can of Coke. We're full circle, we're cracking Bella open like a can of Coke. Same, like, first chapter. Mm, I love that. Oh my god. If you (laughs) have been with us since the very first episode, Thank you for you. listening to Thank you. maybe almost 29 hours of our nonsense. Yeah, if this is your first ever episode, I love and hi. respect you, and <laughs> hi, but also either go back and listen to all the other ones, or wait just a couple of weeks, and we'll have a new series, you know? The first episodes are definitely more fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm still having a great time, but yes. it's less like... Cullen's doing fun japes and jives and more like, oh no. Oh no. (laughs) They're doing many federal crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys follow us on TikTok, but I did a TikTok this week and everyone in the comments was talking about like the wild things that happen in the the TikTok was about them just, you know, causing their twenty seven car pilot from a couple of episodes yep. ago. I was mm-hmm. trying to people like, and do you remember them leaving that woman on the side of the road unconscious that they drugged and everyone was like, ha ha, ha ha, yeah. Ha 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 yes. Uh, on TikTok's Midnight Fun Pod, if you wanna, yeah, we're Midnight Fun Pod everywhere. Check us out. <laughs> so this is chapter twenty nine, inevitability, the Ooh. final listed chapter. But then there's a, an epilogue, which is bigger than the other chapters. So. Yeah, which I find hilariously funny. So funny. To me, an epilogue should be like ten pages and like here's yeah. what they're doing after the events of the book. But this just abruptly ends with them in hospital. Like right. they haven't even done prom or anything. It's very funny. okay. I know. I know she's cancelled, but honestly, I can I can mess with um a J.K. Rowling Harry Potter epilogue where it's literally two pages. Like, yeah, perfect. Yes, is that I don't what need to know any more about these wizard children except that they've all married each other and had kids. <laughs> Should we get into our favourite quotes? Yeah. What was your favourite quote this week? My personal favourite quote. All right, my favourite quote was one that well I thought was really cute because it tied into what we were talking about last week, mm-hmm. and it said. I smiled slightly. You fell down two flights of stairs and through a window. Given the way her, both her parents had accepted our story, not just that it was possible, but that it was somehow to be expected, I felt justified in adding, you have to admit, it could happen. That's such a Katie <laughs> move. You literally yeah. said that to me last week about my fear <laughs> of stairs. It could happen. It's it not out of happen. the ordinary that you might fall down some stairs. I, I know. Like I'm have to. I'm gonna go out into the world wearing big old platforms again after having not had to climb down any stairs on my big old platforms for Aww. a year. You're I gonna know. be like a baby deer. I literally <laughs> am. This is gonna be so funny. Kate, so Katie and I have lovely plans for once everything's safe and we can go outside again. We're gonna go do a bottomless brunch. Yes. I'm probably going to be wearing some immensely high heels to that bottomless brunch, which probably isn't a good idea, but I will look bomb as hell, so... It'll be worth it. It'll and if you fall on the totally stairs, then it's it. a fun story. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favourite quote? My quote was just kind of like the implication of this quote, the actual quote's not that good, but it's about Alice um, after she'd watched the video and stuff. And it was just say Edward saying, I knew she was doing her own research and she knew I wasn't ready to discuss it with her yet. 
just because I'm just gonna say it, I think Hesnaya is hinting at an Alice book. I do. Oh, she I said that so. she thinks she has two more Twilight books in it, and I think it's uh, Jacob and Renesmee. As much as none of us want that, I think that's what the book's gonna be, and I think it's an Alice backstory book. Okay, I am here for one of those. And we will thing. read it. <laughs> I will accept. I will accept a Jacob and Renesmee book because, but only if, right? Only if they wait an appropriate amount of time to date and she doesn't actually fall in love with him until way later. Because, no. <laughs> like, right, the whole point with imprinting and that whole thing is that it can, it can be platonic. But she decided that it wasn't. I... <laughs> Alice right. sees them being in love, Liv. It could be 50 years in the future, you don't know. And also, uh, Jacob himself is an eternal 16-year-old. That's werewolf lore. You stay the age that you start. Are with, they? Which, yeah, right. No, this is the thing that also messed me up, because basically, right, so, right, Deep Twilight lore time. Forget this last chapter, Deep Twilight lore, right. So, there's, within the Twilight books, the age that you first phase at, is the age mm-hmm. that you stay until you stop phasing. And you can yeah. age if you stop phasing for a bit and then start phasing again, which is why Sam is significantly older than the rest of the pack. So, mm. for example, there were a load of very young werewolves that phased when they were like 13 to 14 years old because there were a load of vampires in the area and more kids turn into werewolves oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when there's more vampires. So, J- and Jacob even mentions it, being worried about it, and I think it is Breaking Dawn when you get a few chapters from his perspective he's actually really worried about the teenagers because he's like they are literally going to be 14 and 15 unless they can stop phasing for a year or so when he was like this is going to really affect them like at school and stuff oh yeah yeah yeah. it's a fair enough concern of like being an Mm -hmm. i can't imagine a worse freaking age oh eternal 14 14. oh no i'd cry like i'd cry Everyone is awkward when they're 14 years old. Literally everyone. It's just... Mm-hmm. And that was the thing. It's that, like, one of the kids had faced in the middle of his voice breaking and Jacob was oh. worried about it. Oh, Which no. I, I think is quite sweet. I like that Jacob was concerned because I, too, yeah. would be concerned because I'd be like, this kid is going to get bullied. Like, so. <laughs> It's so fun. Now we're at the end of this book. They're really... His... Jacob is just not on Edward's He's radar at fair. all. And, like, I know that the big <laughs> love triangle doesn't come until, like, new moon eclipse yeah but he's like a significant part of bella's life he like, is i just she knows he's a werewolf no not yet he not she yet. knows he's a werewolf in new moon but mm-hmm. he's like significantly like hanging out with her and stuff in yeah. twilight but he's just he's just he been in the care. background a couple of times it's very funny i'm sure he'll show up in the last is, chapter but i know it's because he doesn't consider him a threat because mm-hmm. he doesn't even realize that he's a werewolf and like okay i mean we can get into the implications of that. I think it's gross, personally. I also think that, like, I mean, you know me. I was until Eclipse mm-hmm. with the uh, non-consensual kiss. Yeah. Um, you know, I was fully like, I actually wanted Bella and Jacob to be together, and like, yeah. I was thought that, like, you know, like he's he's good for her in a way that Edward isn't, and also he wasn't constantly like, I might kill you, you know, <laughs> like. Such a weird thing to say to someone. I mean, even in... I mean, this. to be fair, though, I will say, as some listeners may know, and I'm going to remind anyone that's listening now, I did my dissertation in university on the romanticisation of emotional abuse within 
romance novels. And yes, I did cover the Twilight Saga. And as I was reading, I suddenly realised that a ton of the quotes that I used to back up my argument are actually in this last chapter. So, I'm feeling a little bit anti-Edward this episode. I'm sorry, I just um, <laughs> You can take it up with me on Twitter. Yeah. Let's do a chapter summary and then we will get deep into yeah. all of that nonsense. So, mm-hmm. we're in the hospital and uh, Edward's in the chapel. <laughs> Not much happens while he's in the chapel, he just comes back to the bedroom. Uh, yeah. And Bella wakes up, as Alice has predicted, when she will. So he's just there like, and he, she will look at my face and be calm. And it's like, okay. Um, and then he's like, sad, because she might be calm when she looks at his face. And I'm like, just accept the compliment, yeah. dude. Like, chillax. So, as we said, this chapter is a little longer than the past couple of chapters. And you know why? It's because we get Edward's anxious in a monologue. Edward's in a monologue. We've not had one of those for maybe ten chapters. We've not had like a big in a monologue angst that fleshes out the chapter in a while. We've had some action, so we would do one, really. Especially for the last chapter of this book. <laughs> So there's a lot of angst about him being like, I'm going to leave you, Bella, but I'm going to tell you that I'm not because you are very fragile at the moment on account of me just taking a lot of your blood and yeah, you being beat up. Going slop, slop. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's like, don't leave me. And he's like, I won't, but I, I won't. will. And, and she's like, he's like, but I'm going to. And it's like, Jesus. And she's like, I can tell you're lying. And he's like, you're crazy. <laughs> mm, um, yes. So Rene comes in and is like, yay, Bella's awake. Uh, and then Bella gets given drugs to go to sleep. We'll go into all of this, but that's the chapter yeah. summary. That's basically it. Rene's also there. Yeah, we have a conversation between Bella and Edward where she's like, why don't you just let me become a vampire? And he's like, I'd never do that. And she's like, but why? Just do it. Because I'm going to get old and die. And he's like, yeah. maybe so. <laughs> And um, then she's like, you know, Alice could do it for me. And he's like, oh, she'd never. That's when. Like, do you genuinely think that she won't? Alice <laughs> wants her eternal best friend. Yeah, and I don't blame her. Honestly, I would have loved uh, a, an AU of Twilight where, like, Alice is the one that, t- that turns Bella. Yes. Because Bella's just be like, turn me. Yeah. And she'd be like, yeah, sure. Because also, I'd really like to see the, um, like, the aspect of Bella and Edward's relationship post- Alice biting her mm. because like he would still totally be in love with her but he'd be like I can't believe you've done this I'm a monster turn you. you've corrupted oh, her innocence you're so blessed <laughs> but, I mean yeah can we talk about the implications that that would have had I mean Ooh. anyway um, but yeah that's literally it it's just having a chat in a hospital room yeah that's uh, all. <laughs> one of my favourite lines was, uh, we talked about it last week, yeah, he was like, ugh, they gave you blood transfusions and now you smell gross. Well, he says that directly to Bella. Um, directly to her face. Yeah, kind of makes it person. out in like a a way that is probably jokey, but then didn't really come across it, that it was kind of the worst thing that happened. And the line was, you have a broken leg, four broken ribs, some cracks in your, <laughs> some cracks in your skull, bruises covering every inch of your skin, and you've lost a lot of blood. They gave you a few blood transfusions. I didn't like it. It made you smell all wrong for a while. Like, okay, but also, mm. <laughs> not the worst thing that's happened. Yeah, <laughs> and then giggle. she's like, she tries to, like, play along with him. Yeah. And, you know, she has this whole thing where she's like, oh, you, like, sucked my blood for a bit, and then you stopped. And he's like, I shouldn't have been able to stop. And she's like, yeah, but you did, though, right? So, yeah. who cares? Which, <laughs> honestly, yeah, basically. Um, And then he, she jokes with him and she's like don't i taste as good as i smell she grinned at her joke then flinched feeling the damage to her cheekbone 
I didn't try to play along with her lighthearted tone. Obviously, she shouldn't be smiling. Like, calm it the frick down, dude. Like, no fun allowed. No fun allowed in the hospital room. Um, and then she like, well, it depends. Do you want to get into the crap I wrote my dissertation about? You know what? I think we should do Renee first. I'm sure yeah, you have some stuff to say Renee about first. Renee, and I do. I love Renee. We know that Edward does not like Renee. Mm-hmm. Um, and this chapter is very funny <laughs> with it. Um, he calls so her a narcissist her. like several times. Yes, it's really, really weird. Like directly calls her a narcissist because Bella is like, I'm fine, mum. And he's like, oh, looking after her mum when she's in a state. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, lay off, man. Because <laughs> like if you were in hospital and yeah, your friend came to visit you, you'd be like, Oh, I'm alright. And they're like, you're not alright. Yeah. But you just, like, you reassure them that you're not, like, You'd be like dying oh, yeah. in pain. <laughs> that was it. Um, perhaps the way Rennie's unique mind interacted with others had made her into something of a narcissist. It would be hard to avoid when everyone catered to your unspoken needs. As freaking if people don't do everything he asks for. <laughs> I thought that was so freaking bold, considering he can literally be like, leave the table now. And the waitress will be like, of course, sir, whatever you want. Like... <laughs> It's Gross. just so funny because that's just I don't that's just how people interact. It's just the, literally. It's just how people interact. <laughs> and then literally. later she's like, "Oh well, I've been staying here." She's just like telling Bella that she's been like sleeping over while she's been mm. ill. And he says, "Renee added, flaunting her good mother behavior." And it's like that, she was probably just reassuring not... her daughter that she was by her side. <laughs> Yeah, and also actually allows her to segue into the fact that she's like, oh, well, actually, I didn't feel comfortable staying in the house because your ballet studio burned down. Yeah. Like, which, and there was a stolen car parked out front, which, like, yeah, actually, if I wanted to, if it was the choice of staying alone in an empty house or staying in a hospital with someone that I loved that I knew was really injured, then I'd pick the other one, you know? Like, for sure. I also, one thing that I found really interesting Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, Edward didn't pick up on, didn't make a single comment about, just mm-hmm. accepted as gospel. Yep. It was Bella saying, Charlie needs me. He's just all alone up there and he can't cook at all. <laughs> right, I saw that That's too. fine. That's Her fine. Her grown ass father, be- not being able to cook, of course Bella needs to look after him. Of course Bella needs to be in forks to look after him. There's no way that he could be bad or a narcissist or anything but her mum being excited to move her daughter to who to her mind mm-hmm. had a screaming match with her boyfriend and then drove then flew across the country to arizona yeah from forks yeah um telling her that she, they found a lovely house like an actual house yeah in jacksonville and telling her how cute it is that makes her a narcissist apparently like i just i can't believe it like it's just nasty evil woman <laughs> what I also think is very funny is that Esmea dips her toe into feminism this chapter as well, mm. because Bella's like, I don't know much about relationships, but it seems to me that one person can't be always swooping and saving the other person. They have <laughs> to save each other. And I'm like, nice pop, nice tiny smidge of feminism, Esmea. Such a shame that all the rest of your writing is pretty sexist. <laughs> probably unconsciously. Yeah. Probably, you know, probably unconsciously. But I think it's very interesting. Like, the way that Twilight has been written at this point, Edward just seems like a misogynist. Yeah. Unintentionally, um, I think. But 
yeah. doesn't change the effect. I know. To be fair, I don't think he's a misogynist. I don't think he hates women. I think he just looks oh, I don't down think he hates on women, women. But I yeah yeah. But <laughs> like, I mean, okay. I mean, I feel like we're splitting hairs here. Yeah. Anyone that like on purpose looks down on women just because they're women. Yeah, that's misogynistic. Like you could be like, "Oh, I love women. They're so great." I just also think that they shouldn't be able to run for prime minister. (laughs) Like, I'm sure there are a ton of sexist lads out there that say that they love women. Yeah, Um, that's the thing. I think that's the like the very thin and like inconsequential line between like sexist and like misogynist. You know what I mean? He's not going to shout at women in the street, but he will (laughs) tell them that they shouldn't be like out there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, Bella, I'm just worried about your safety. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yeah, Shall we? Do you have anything else to say about Renee? I just love her. Oh, she loves Alice. Yes. Alice is best friends with Renee. Very good. So if so we're, cute. now we're done with that, shall we slip into a section I like to call Gaslight Gatekeep Vampire Boss? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we uh, can, and can we also name this episode that? Yes. Thank you. Great. <laughs> uh, so this I'm is so an intense strapping, one. guys. This is yeah. the last bit of levity you get. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's not fun, but it's like not intense. Like the previous chapters no. where we've had to put like trigger warnings on for how no, graphic no. it is, etc. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, this is not. This is just like Jesus um yeah so i'd say um you know. let me let me read you a little sack like a little section this is just after um bella's woken up and they've had like a bit of a chat and she's like stressed and edward's kind of implied that like she should go with renee and he would stay in forks and she's like i have just woken up from all this thing i would like to stay with my mm. boyfriend please um exactly and he's like in his internal narration he's being like but i would leave her but out loud he's being like i wouldn't no, I would never. I would never leave you. I would you. never. What? Um, no. <laughs> anyway, let me just read you a small passage. Um, she must have sensed that I was holding something back. She needed me to believe her, just long enough to let her safely heal. I couldn't be responsible for complicating her recovery. So I tried to act as if I were hiding nothing. As <laughs> I was exaggerated by her agitated response, I made an annoyed face and uttered the word. Overreacting just a little bit, don't you think? Um, and then she says, why do you say that? She whispered a tremor in her voice, and it's like, uh-huh, okay, <laughs> just, okay, gaslighting her directly, that's fine, just being like, oh, you're crazy, I wouldn't ever leave, I know. <laughs> while he's, like, planning out his leaving plan. I know, I will also say, my my little thing that I particularly hated this chapter was, um, you need rest, all this arguing isn't good for you, my fault, of course, always oh, my God. fault, because we just have right. to feel ed- sorry for Edward. Skip a bit forward, and then he says to her, I think we're ready for some more pain medication. Bella scowled at me, then wins. I sell, uh, then she's like, I won't take it. And then he's like, they're not going to get you to swallow anything. He convinces a nurse to come in and doses her so she falls asleep. Yeah, before that as well, um, just before she says the, the like the pretty gaslighty thing, he says, now relax before I call the nurse to sedate you. And then she does not agree with him. Yep. And then he does just that. What? Ooh, which is um, fun, terrifying is actually yeah yeah that's um literally terrifying and also i would just like to contrast this with the fact that they have a really nice little flirty moment where he keeps leaning in to kiss her to watch her heart want to go crazy and then it's like tee hee hee yeah no kisses for you but the minute she's like hello i actually want to talk about our relationship because you said some things that freaked me out just now he's like you're no, crazy sh- 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 
time to sleep, Bella. More morphine. Like, (laughs) and she's like denied it like five times. She's been like, I do not want this. I would not like any more. And even the nurse is like, I've been awake for three days. And like the reason she kind of wants to be awake is because she wants to like make sure Edward doesn't leave. Like that is from like Mm -hmm. Twilight, if you remember. That's the reason she wants to stay awake. It's not. It's not even about pain stuff. But Edward doesn't know that. And also, it's not his decision to make. If she wants to stay awake and make sure that he stays, then she can. She's allowed to stay awake. It's her body. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like that's the thing. Is like. To be fair, if I'd woken up after being out for three days, I probably wouldn't want to, I would want to be awake for more than like 20 minutes at a time. What I would want from my partner at the time would be to get into my hospital bed and to watch horrible reality TV with me. That's exactly what you would need. That's what Bella needs. Pop on, like what was popular then? Jersey Shore. Pop on Jersey Shore, get into the hospital bed and vibe. (laughs) That's what she needs. That'd be so good. (laughs) Or like, also, you know, I probably wouldn't want after, um, you know, being kidnapped and everything. I wouldn't want my uh, partner to violate my body auto- bodily autonomy. No, you know? I would not want Probably that. Probably wouldn't want that. Um. So, yeah. He, like, you know presses what, the button that the nurse gave her to, like, he be like, drugs, presses please. It. And it's like, she needs morphine. Also, I mean, positive, though, this chapter is, we get Gloria in there. Oh, I love Gloria. love Gloria. Gloria, Gloria looks over and is like, that boy needs to give her some peace and quiet. And I'm like, correct, Gloria. <laughs> she looks, she's just like, you he need does. to leave. She's trying to rest. And he's like, I will Go. hold my vigil here. Thank you so much. Um. <laughs> but he only wants to hold his vigil if she's lying there completely silent so he can just stare at her and be like, oh, my sad, sweet angel. Blah. Yeah. And but she's, she's just like... It's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> He's like, oh god, no, no thanks, actually. It's so it's intense. Like just the Pygmalion myth. Discuss. Yes. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most most yeah. teen books. Ah, uh, mm. no thanks. And also, like, part of the reason I think teen books are like that is because not in like a like Mary Sue self insert way, but a lot of books are like kind of written with protagonists that you can lay yourself into and be like, Yes, this is happening to me. Which boy would mm. I choose? So I think it comes from that. That's why the they're so creatable as Yeah. I won't pick Edward. He's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you dumped me in the forest. You are an idiot if you think I'm getting back with you. What the frick are you talking about? Right. <laughs> like, Christ. I um, love the the sheer romance of making medical decisions for your partner to conk them out when they actively do not want it. Romance. <laughs> romance. Romance. We've really come just full so in circle in this book. Like, in the first episode, we, we were really like, have. wow, this is creepy. And then we were like, okay, but we promise, like, we love Twilight. And we still do. Um, but this is creepy. Yeah. And we're right back where we started. <laughs> we're like, we love it, but this chapter's creepy. Yeah, I think the thing is, is that what Katie and I can accept is that we read Twilight, a formative part of our childhood, and yeah, mm-hmm. we loved it a lot, and also there were certain things in Twilight that maybe at the time when you read it, you were like, hmm, that seems maybe not right, but you accept mm-hmm. it, because it's nice Twilight, and it's, you know, the teen YA novel that you've chosen to stake your whole personality on, and then you grow up, and you read it again, and you, you know, read them, huh. some <laughs> opinion posts, and you're like, huh. Yeah. Because... Also, can I say something that TikTok reminded me of that I was like, holy crap, I can't believe I never picked up on that before. Mm. What? Rosalie, Jacob's there at their house and is like, I'm hungry, I need something to eat. And Rosalie bends a mixing bowl into a dog bowl and makes him eat out of that. 
Crikey Moses, I don't remember that at yeah. all. It's a thing that I remember now. And I remember at the time being like, that's incredible. Like, I didn't like Rosalie for doing that because I thought it was really cruel. And then now I'm like, oh, the racial implications of calling yeah. only the Native American characters in your book dogs. Yeah, real bad. Like, I did hmm. not remember that. That's horrible. Hmm. Exactly. And it's like those those things where, like, obviously, like, teenagers consume content and, like, yeah. Anyway, I think it's one of those things where if you read something as a child, you can read it and, like, yeah. maybe you don't, like, it. it's like, for example, with Harry Potter now, mm-hmm. there are so many things that completely went over my head as a kid. Yeah. And now I'm just like, oh, oh, damn. Hmm. Yeah, real bad. There was just a lot of real bad stuff in here. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, uh. Also, just well, the fan, the fan content is so much better for yes. most stuff. Like oh I watch God. like fun little TikToks about Twilight, and I'm like, I love this series. And then I read like three chapters, and I'm like, I loved one point five of those so much, and hated yeah. the rest. Yeah, <laughs> like oh my God, smallest Kyle on TikTok. Please, <gasps> so funny. I love them. Check them out. Yeah, they, they are make the best. So funny. They're, They're making Stardew Valley content, content as well at the moment, which is like the I game know. I'm big into. And really I'm cute. having a good time. But. It's it's great. They have their voice for Alice is like such a cute little <laughs> anime voice. Yes. It's adorable. Like it's so I, just, much more I fun. just love it. But the thing is that there's so much fan content. There's also some really good um critical fan content. Like um another person that I think is really great is human underscore espresso. Yeah, that's so good. They're so good. Um she has like a quite a lot of videos up um basically critiquing Twilight and basically pointing out that whilst like some authors might not need like mean to include bi- biases they definitely do and yeah. you know that's that everyone who creates media should be conscious of their own biases to make sure that they don't include it um, absolutely that's why you need especially like now that's why you need a sensitivity reader for yeah everything yeah like, exactly you need to put the money invest the resources into whatever you write guess a sensitivity yeah reader. exactly like from groups that you're representing yeah, they were the person that mentioned the whole, uh, all the um, microaggressions essentially that happened to the werewolves in yeah. the Twilight Saga. And I was yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah, so definitely check Smallest Kyle out for very fun content, Human Espresso mm-hmm. for really great media analysis, genuinely. Yeah. While um, we're on the topic, we really recommend that you donate to the Queer Youth Move to Higher Ground Fund. Yeah. We'll leave a link in mm-hmm. the show notes for this. We, whatever you pay for Midnight Sun, especially, we'd really encourage you to like mm-hmm. contribute equal yeah. or more. Because obviously, the Queer are a real tribe, and um, they did not make any money out of this. No, nope. uh, and it's bad. they did not make any money from Twilight, which is real bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so. there is information on their website. There is yeah. Put all the links in our show notes, and we'll tweet it out this yeah. week. Yes, we will. Um, right. That probably sums up our final chapter, right? Can I just... I have one more thing to say. Yes. Charlie the Romantic. Yes. (laughs) Charlie the Romantic. We'll bring it... Well, I'm just gonna... We'll end on something positive. Renee is like, oh god, oh no, Bella's gonna be Charlie. When she's interrogating her about Edward, she's like, oh, oh, thank god, she's not getting too intense and Charlie-ish. Which I think means Charlie told Renee he loved her after about a week. Yeah. I'm assuming that's what that meant. Yeah. I think the whole thing was like Renee felt that Charlie was like holding her back and stuff like that and was just very intense. Um mm. and Renee was like, I wanna be a human person and go and experience things. I don't want to live in a small town forever. Yep. Which are both valid ways to be, but like exactly. obviously not compatible. Um, no. <laughs> but I do think they're being very intense for seventeen. Um and really? I will stand by I Renee. Sure. Being like, 
Because hmm. Edward even like asks Bella, like, okay, well, what about Charlie and Renee? And she's like, I guess I would yeah. leave them and they would get used to it. And he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a real positive that actually, um, yeah. Renee, like, when when you just ask her that, and then she's suddenly like, oh, wait, there are people that I need to leave behind. Because I think that's positive. I know, obviously, we know how the, end, the Twilight Saga ends. It does end with Bella becoming a vampire and her having a very weird conversation with Charlie. Yeah. And him being like, you look different. Also, this that child tricky. looks like a mixture of you and Edward, but it cannot be your baby because there's no freaking way you had a child when you were 16 and I didn't realise. I just went Which away from my honeymoon, got sick and came back with a child. We don't need to talk baby. about it. Um, I'm obsessed yeah, with I... how Renes may conveniently stop ageing at 17, 18. Um, oh, it's really God, funny to me. She like rapidly ages and then stops and then she can just hang out with all the Colin kids. Yeah, they're gonna be in the same classes in school. They're gonna be in history class together. I think, to be fair though, I think actually Renesme ages slightly more than them. I cannot remember. I just remember her like stopping when she was like, I think it says like, and she stops when she matures or whatever. Yeah, Uh, it's seventeen or eighteen, basically. Okay, now that you've said that she reaches physical maturity seven years after her birth, if they try and attempt to make. Jacob and Resnes may date when she is yeah. seven years old. Seven years old, baby. It's creepy. I just think, honestly, like, oh. no matter what their age difference settles us, and you should not date anyone that knew you when you were born. That's just... Oh. Call me crazy, but I think that Personal that's... Personal preference. A, Personal yeah. preference. If you knew me as a literal child. Yeah. Unless you yourself were a literal child. Don't yeah. try and date me. Like, when, obviously, when, like, you get older, like, age differences, not less, like, you know what I mean? Like, 20 years when yeah. you're, like, oh, yeah. 40 and etc. fine. But if you yeah. physically knew my parents and saw me get born, you, no. Oh, <laughs> and he did literally see her yes. get born as well. That's yes. so rank. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? This is oh. why I don't support the Jacob Renesmee book, because I'm sure will really happen. annoys me, because I liked Jacob so much, and then yeah, Jacob's Ethel so good in you. Ruined him. Yeah, oh. I was never a team Jacob, but I like him. He's a fun friend for Bella. Oh, I just thought he was nice, and then she ruined him so completely. And I know she didn't actually mean to ruin him that much, but she did. I feel like abuse is not meant by anyone in these books, and yet, womp, there it is. And yet, so much. <laughs> yeah, it like be um, like that. We won't get into it again, but like, yeah. Edward and Bella's relationship is intensely unhealthy. Yeah. Like, we love the books. Disclaimer, obsessed with them. We can critically enjoy them. (laughs) Yes. Right, that's the thing. I I love the Twilight lore. I think the way that Stephanie Meyer did vampires is really exciting and interesting. And, Mm -hmm. like, yes, I loved these books when I was younger, and I can have a deep love for them. However, there are are things in the Twilight saga that deserve to be critiqued. Mm -hmm. So... For sure. Yeah. I love garbage. Like, I was never into Vampire Diaries as a kid, um, but I, I'm obsessed with it now. I've just started watching it and it's so fun. But is there lots of stuff to critique in that? Oh, absolutely. So much stuff. I'm watching it like, gee, I'm still loving it, but oh my god, there's so much bad stuff in it. Um, not even the worst example, just the most recent one. They're just a, a murderers and victims themed party. Um, oh my god. <laughs> uh, frat party, that's where I'm at. I'm in season oh. four. If you're an avid fan, we will talk about Vampire Diaries one day, but I will need to make Live oh, Watch yeah. eight seasons of it, so it'll be a while. Um. <laughs> it's like, for example, I love Katie and I both love Riverdale. I'm further behind on Riverdale uh-huh. than she is. I love Riverdale's it less it is problematic. Garbage. Yeah, Riverdale's like. Is fun it really? Garbage. 
I don't think Riverdale is most, I think there's definitely like problem elements in it. I don't think it's as actively like bad as the media that we grew up on as like the teen media because even though it's like buzzwordy and annoying them being like misogynist feminist is annoying it's like mm, i see what you're yeah. trying to do and it's trying to be positive whereas yeah, yeah, we yeah. grow up on like that stupid slut deserved to die in this vampire yeah. novel because she uh-huh. kissed that boy and that's fine and normal and she's yeah. ugly too um which is oh, not God. what you would get from riverdale like as far as i yeah. can tell with riverdale it's never like she's ugly and i hate her it's like wow there's really complicated like morals around whether she's gonna like go on with her family business of killing people um, to save the maple farm that's built on blood. And it's like, okay. Talking about Cheryl, because Cheryl has genuinely insulted other girls' appearances. We're way past season we're way past season one, Cheryl. We've She's also incredibly classist, Katie. I just We're way past season one, Cheryl Liv. You don't even know where Cheryl's at right now. (laughs) I'm sure. She's like, in season one, she's like, bully girl is the thing. It's like, oh, it's bad that she says that. She's the mean bully girl instead of being like, it's cool and fun. And she's our quirky main character that we like. And she's actually really mean to people. It's like established that like, she's the mean girl. And that's why she's saying the mean things that we don't agree with. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's like the villain in season one. Whereas now she's not the villain. She doesn't do those things, but she is hilarious and horrible. I I just got to the part where she got um, a bow and arrow. Oh, so fun. <laughs> so good. Uh, I would love to talk about Riverdale more. Maybe one day they will include vampires. Maybe we'll get there and then we'll have an excuse to put them on our podcast. Instead of a Yahoo this week, Katie, I've mm-hmm. planned a fun thing instead. Ooh. Um, it's, uh, I'm going to do a quiz. And it's called <gasps> How Obsessed With You Are You With Twilight? Oh, exciting. Excellent. Okay. So, what's your age? 18 to 24. Oh, yeah. Your gender. Male. There's only male or female. This is not a very inclusive quiz. <laughs> um, okay. Your favourite character is Bella, Edward, Jasper, Alice, Carlisle, or define character. <laughs> Alice. Alice, for sure. How many times have you read Twilight, New Moon, and Eclipse? And it's 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I have probably read them, I'd say, four or five times. I would say mine's probably three, to be honest. Probably okay, around should, three. Shall we go for four? That's between Yeah, the we'll two. equal us out. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> Pretend Edward dies. Oh no. What do you do? Commit what? suicide. Right. Stalk Stephanie Mayer, cry mm-hmm. uncontrollably, or who's Edward? <laughs> I... <gasps> Gotta go after S. Mayer, babe. <laughs> yeah, I've got to go ask her now. I'm so sorry. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> what do you think of Jacob? Um, define Jacob. <laughs> Werewolves are cool. That's all in all caps with an exclamation mark. Mm-hmm. He should die. Ha ha. Bella tried to punch him. Sucker. Um, I'm gonna. Ha ha. Bella tried to punch him. Sucker. Ha ha. Bella tried to punch him. Sucker. Which country do Bella and Alice travel to? Mexico, in all caps with three exclamation marks. Switzerland, cheese, Florida, or Italy? Italy. <laughs> Italy. Would you rather be a, we- a vampire or a werewolf? Werewolf, in all caps. A uh, vampire, duh, or a fishy? 
<laughs> I think you would say werewolf and I would say vampire, right? So should we go fish? No, I'd rather be a werewolf, but I think that, like... No, I'd rather be a vampire than Oh, okay, than cool. A werewolf. Let's go vampire then. Like, I love werewolves, but I'd rather be a vampire. Nice. Uh, you're attending Fawkes High School. You see five godly-looking people sitting by themselves. You sit silently at your table, gossip about how cute they are, go over and say hi, or accidentally spill milk on the one with the bronze hair. I think I would gossip about how cute they are. I think oh, you I'd would totally too. gossip about how cute they are. <laughs> yeah. If James had captured your mum, you would forget about her, eat some pie, <laughs> oh go to the place he was holding her captive and attempt the rescue. I can't attempt the rescue. Yeah, I'm I think sorry, I would like, attempt the rescue. I wouldn't eat some pie. I'm just going to eat some friggin' pie. <laughs> your favourite state is Illinois, New York, Washington, or Texas. I don't know anything about states. I should say New Let's York. Let's go New York. Has, you know, New York, the city in it. I'd like to visit there one I day. I would like to go to Central Park. So, so, That's okay. all I know about. Oh, anyway. Yes. Okay, so this is how old this quiz is. Mm-hmm. When Breaking Dawn comes out, you will be the first person to buy it by one month after it comes out or raid the bookstore. I think I bought it one month after it came out. Yeah, I was about that. Submit answers. We got, oh, we're 49% Twilight obsessed. Ooh. You need to get a life, a Twilight life that is. Go to your nearest bookstore. I guarantee it will be there. How could we have answered that more intensely? We. What did we get um, wrong? If we killed ourselves or F- Stephanie Mayer oh, or something. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I will not kill myself over Edra Cullen, but... <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my god. There's so many Twilight quizzes. This is my favourite one. This is just entitled, How well do you actually remember the Twilight Saga, you little nerd? <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, we should definitely start doing quizzes in some other episodes. This is so fun. Yeah, we should totally start doing quizzes. Especially if we start looking into like some fan content of like different yes. stuff. We've kind of deep delved into some of the Twilight fan content already, but once we expand out, we'll get some more stuff. It'll be cute. Yeah, it'll be good. Speaking of, we're going to put a little ask box up on our Instagram if you have anything that you want us to cover. Or if you want to tell us your peaks and pits of the whole book slash this podcast, let us know. We'll give you a shout out next week. We'll do our ultimate peaks yes. and pits for this book. Thank you everyone that already yeah. got in contact last week. It was fun to read. We haven't forgotten about you. We will be shouting you out next week when we do our sum up. So yeah. We're Midnight Fun Pod everywhere. Um, tweet us, Instagram us, Tumblr us, email us, midnightfunpod at gmail.com. We've put up some cute TikToks this week. They've been fun, jokey Twilight times. And yeah, just get in contact. We want to know what you thought of this book, what you'd like us to do next. We've already got a couple of episodes planned of some fun vampire media for you, so we hope you stick around. But you've got one more episode left of Midnight Sun, the epilogue, and it's a chunky one, so at least stick around for that one. Good. Join us for our last ever our epilogue party. It'll be fun. Yeah, and thank you so much for joining us so far. Don't give up on us now. <laughs> yes, please. Be exciting, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro is A4 Vampire by Summer. Neither Katie nor Liv is associated with Stephanie Meyer or any of her intellectual property. All views expressed are their own, and remember, werewolves make terrible boyfriends. <laughs>